Hello, everybody. Welcome to Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? and the Saturday Night Adult Party. Yay. Brought, brought to you by VIP Tech Productions and sponsored by Eden Fantasies, the sex toy shop that will upgrade your sex experience. Uh, check out the links in the description box and uh, the, the discounts available in the description box as well. Uh, I'd like to present my co-host, uh, Monica Jones. How are you, Monica? I'm great. How are you? Well, I'm getting over a great day. Uh, close enough. <laughs> uh, but... I am your host, Victor Gouveia, for those who don't know. Uh, and uh, remember, if you like what you're about to hear, activate the like button and definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel or follow us on our Facebook page or uh, follow us on Twitter at Blind Who's. Also, you can, uh, starting March 1st, you can look for March, sorry, starting March 1st, 2022, you can look for the Saturday Night Adult Party uh, podcast in addition to the Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway podcast if you want to subscribe to both or just the one. Um, if you want to, if you like the Saturday Night Adult Party and you like some of the other shows, subscribe to Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? Uh, and if you like just the Saturday Night Adult Party or any other show that we have on our network, uh, you can subscribe to it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you can subscribe to it as of March 1st because each show will have its own separate uh, podcast. And that podcast goes over Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, everywhere you like to get your podcasts at. Uh, what am I forgetting, Monica? Can you help me out? I'm, I'm trying to follow you. I don't think you forgot anything. Oh, okay. I'll read the, unless you, um, I mean, our contact email addresses and stuff like that but oh yeah okay yeah that's right <laughs> I, I i keep forgetting that uh if you want to contact us or if you want a copy of the audio or video for this program send us an email <clears throat> sorry saturday night adult party at gmail.com that's Saturday night adult party at gmail.com. And uh, we will send you out a Dropbox folder link uh, that will, that houses all the episodes we broadcast on the network. Uh, even if you just want to contact us, you want us to talk about a particular subject or you need relationship advice or advice on sex or sexuality or just if you want to be on the show and talk about your sex life or uh, experiences you've had, about send us an email. Thereof. 
or lack thereof. Yeah. Uh, send us an email Saturday night adult party at gmail.com. Now, I should warn everyone right off the bat that uh, we talk in uncensored language here. And uh, if you are sensitive to that sort of thing, be advised. Uh, on those on this show, rather, we talk about penises, uh, as in cocks, dicks, shafts, phalluses, that sort of thing. We talk about vaginas, as in pussies and and uh, cunts and other known ways of referring to it, like the box. And, of course, we talk about sex, as in fucking, intercourse, you name it. Anal, <laughs> whatever mood fancies us. So be advised that if you're under 18, you should not listen to this program without an adult present. Uh, if you are... Over 18, you're perfectly fine, unless, of course, well, you're a virgin, in which, in which case you should be listening more, listening more attentively. Uh, but, you know, you never know. Well, I'm a virgin. And no, you're a born-again virgin. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so uh, we are... Uh, this week we have an interesting subject. Well, interesting to me. I don't know how interesting it'll be to you. The big O. Orgasms. Regardless of how you call it, climaxing, uh, coming, getting off. Uh, the whole point of sex is to get to the big O. It doesn't matter how you get there, as long as you get there. But you should be careful. Don't race to get to the big O, otherwise you miss a whole bunch of uh, magical feelings in the middle. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. I can hardly uh, agree with that. Um the first thing I want to ask, Monica, when was your first orgasm? Do you remember? Yeah, I was 19. You were 19? Yes. Wow. Okay. Do you remember how you got there? Yeah. Do you want to tell I, everybody? I don't care. Um, I... um had an affair with uh, a married man who um, told me a whole bunch of lies, but taught me everything I knew. <laughs> I learned. <laughs> you mean about sex? Yeah, about sex. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so you never masturbated before then? I I 
played with myself a little bit when I was like 12 and such, but didn't really. And you never went to orgasm? No, didn't know how, didn't know I was supposed to. I I just knew that, you know, I was having feelings of uh, desire, but Uh I didn't know. I didn't know about orgasms. I didn't know about the quit. I didn't know anything. Right. Huh. Okay. Well, I mean, I was 13 when I first came. I was 13 and I had no idea what I was doing. I was just playing with the head of my dick and eventually it all of a sudden. <laughs> all of a sudden got all wet. And, uh, you know, I had this wicked feeling in my... And, and sensitivity in my dickhead. Uh, suffice it to... Well, suffice it to say... No one can adequately define what an orgasm is or what happens during an orgasm. Uh, A 2017 study of 50,000, over 15,000 Americans Ninety-five percent of straight men orgasm, in comparison to only sixty-five percent of straight women orgasm. That's saying a lot. Wow! Yeah. And eighty-six <laughs> percent of gay women have orgasm. And out of all of those people, half of all the women admit to faking it. Have you ever faked it? Me? Uh-huh. Um, only once. You faked it once. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Now, you faked it. Are you able to tell us why? Um, there was this guy that I was with, and um, I was with him only one time, and... Um, he wanted to do such a good job, but didn't know how. And oh. I tried to help him, um, but uh, it just, so to make him feel good, I, I faked it, yeah. So you were basically just stroking his ego? Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I can actually admit that I have faked it. 
three times in my well, 51 years of life. How can a man fake it? Because Well, here, this is, a, you know what? I got into this discussion with Claudia earlier today. Now, she says you can feel the coming inside you from me, a man. Is that right? Uh, sometimes, yeah, I can. You're saying uh, sometimes? Yeah, well, I should say most of the time because it feels warm and juicy and just downright good. Huh. Well, I was able to fake it three different times. So, I don't know what that means. Now, mind you, I faked coming inside a woman. I should point that out. I did not fake coming by pulling out and squirting all over her stomach or pussy. Uh, that's not faking it. <laughs> no. No. Uh, however, I did fake coming inside a woman. I acted all, you know, hypersensitive and everything. And she didn't have a clue? Uh, not one of the three, no. Mm -hmm. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, I have to say this. If you aren't noticing that your boyfriend or girlfriend did not come, there's something very wrong with you. You're very selfish and only care about your own sexuality and satisfaction. Yeah, unless you're just inexperienced and don't... Well, no, I wouldn't even go that far as inexperienced because even the most inexperienced person feels something. Well, yeah, but she may not, they may not know what they're supposed what to feel, supposed but they to, feel something. Or what they're supposed to, what the other person is supposed to feel. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They may not know what they're supposed to feel, but at least they feel something. Oh, yeah. And having said that, you have to look at, I mean, most couples, mo I say most, um, yeah, I say most. Uh, most couples, be a gay, heterosexual, whatever, care about their partner's satisfaction. So you tend to feel, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're blind or deaf or whatever. 
If you can feel and are empathic enough to be with your partner, you should be able to feel the fact that they come. Now, I have to admit, it is far easier for a woman to fake an orgasm than a man. Oh, yeah. But. I would would guess so anyway. (laughs) Well, I've always been able to tell when the women I am with come. Well, your experience. I mean, you know. Well, actually, there's been a couple that I wasn't sure about. So, I mean, I I realize I'm exposing myself here, and 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 it doesn't matter. I mean, I I I created and started this show, so what am I supposed to expect? Um, the fact is, the the two women I wasn't so sure about, I asked. Because I was legitimately uh, concerned with their pleasure. I was, uh, I cared about their pleasure and their satisfaction. So I wanted to know that I did a fairly good job. Now, besides having straight on intercourse, when I've pleasured a woman in various other ways I've been able to tell having said that during intercourse it's not so easy for me to tell well I've rarely had orgasm with intercourse really yeah Well, that's interesting. Why is that? Do you know? Uh, Well, I don't really, I don't really know for sure. It just, um, I think maybe it's happened like twice, maybe. In had sex first when I was 17, so um, had my first orgasm when I was 19, and I've had a couple of times where it's been with intercourse, but not very many. I, I just, I don't know. That's interesting. So, it's been, I mean, they did scans of brains uh, bef- uh, after orgasm or during orgasm, rather. And orgasm brain activity is exactly the same as a brain having seizures. I think I could see that. Because... The whole brain lights up during an orgasm. And 
there are some things that you can equate with an orgasm. First and foremost is hypersensitivity, which is ironic. Um, after an orgasm, men tend to enter what's called a refractory state. And they have actually reduced sensation, which I don't believe. I have to say that most men that I know of have increased sensitivity in their dickhead. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. And women are the same thing. Yeah. However, they say women can have multiple orgasms specifically because they are, they, sorry, because they're hypersensitive after an orgasm. Men cannot. I don't believe that for one second. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe it either. I mean, I can't believe that a man, one, can't have multiple orgasms, because I've actually had that. And two, I cannot believe that a man becomes insensitive, meaning lack of sensation meaning no feeling whatsoever i'm not going to say no feeling whatsoever but little to no feeling not the man uh, with anyway in their <laughs> pelvic regions i mean come on no that's just no i mean speaking as a male i get very sensitive when i come I mean, straight up. If it's, after I can't, I blow a load, dude. You touch it, and that shit goes all over my body. I'm talking about the sensation, not the coming, not the ejaculate. That's happened with the men I've been with too, most of them. <laughs> so I agree with you. I mean, the ironic thing is. A study of American and French women, there were 16 to 20% of women admitted to not having an orgasm. Not having it, meaning they've never had it. Not they weren't able to do it during orgasm, uh, sorry, intercourse. No. They've never had it. I can believe that. So you've had it each and every time. Every time that I've had sex or every time that I've been with somebody, I've had an orgasm. No. No, I'm saying on your own. I mean, the whole point of masturbation is you go until you 
until you can't go no more. With masturbation, yeah, I usually do. I mean, it's kind of like going to the bathroom. You don't Mm -hmm. go to the bathroom, pee a little bit, and then walk out. No, you go to the bathroom, you pee or take a dump until you've got no more dumping to do. And it's the same with masturbation. You don't masturbate for a little and then stop. I mean, that'll give you blue balls. And yes, women can get blue balls too. And for those who don't know, blue balls is, well, I don't know what the definition is, but basically your balls or in women's case, their glands uh, become very sensitive and very tender. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, that, that shit, I've had it several times. Um, mostly because, you know, I'm with a girl, we go just to that point but then she can't go anymore uh, mm-hmm. because of one thing or another. Um, usually it's because, you know, there's other people around. I mean, damn fucking parks. You, ca- you can't get a, 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 a corner in edgewise. But anyway, no, having said that, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. that anyone would choose to not masturbate to orgasm. It's actually inconceivable. Having said that, I'm about to give you a trivia quiz. Remember, you're being graded on this. Hmm. <laughs> How many orgasms do you think there are? There are where? Everywhere? Yeah. I think they're limitless. No, I mean... How many how many types of orgasms? Oh. Um. I mean, based on what you know. I'd say several. Okay. Can you define some of those? Um, I've had some where they've just been uh, really minuscule. Uh, you know, just you just barely felt it for like a second, and then it was, you know. And then I've had some that were just like, oh, well, I've had most of them that are just like real powerful and. Uh, just about 
throws you off of the bed or the ground or wherever you're on, whatever you're on. Okay, okay. No, and I think you're misunder I, I think you're misunderstanding me. Uh, I don't mean the intensity of the orgasm. Yeah. Well, I, I mean know, but... how you get an orgasm. Oh. Because right now well, you get it through masturbation, you get it through Okay, but how? How do you masturbate? Well, masturbate with your fingers, uh, with a dildo, with a And again, um, honey, what? I'm asking specifics here. <laughs> I'm trying to give you specifics. No, you're not. You're saying and, fingers, and you a dildo, it. blah, blah, blah. Well, you said, how do you masturbate? So. <laughs> okay. Well, here's here's I, the thing. Right now, there's a popular belief that there are two types of orgasms. There's a clitoral orgasm and a vaginal orgasm. Oh, okay. However, it's bullshit. All orgasms are clitoral orgasms. And I will tell you why. See, that's what I think too. But I didn't really think that's what you were asking. Well, here's the thing. Everybody knows that when you pleasure a woman, you play with her clit. Or if you want to get technical, clitoris. And everybody thinks that the clitoris is just that little basic nub that sticks out of a, a, a pussy head and, and just above the urethra with a little hoodie on it. And they think that's the clit and that's it. Eh, sorry, I got news for you guys. The clit, that little nub up there is just the tip of the iceberg, figuratively, figuratively speaking. Because the actual clit, and they found this out by dissecting several cadavers, the actual clitoris goes around about an inch to two inches around the vaginal hole. So not only is there that nub, but under that nub, it protrudes down past the urethra or the hole you piss out of and goes around your vaginal hole your vagina thusly whether you're rubbing the clit directly or fucking it with a phallus or a dick or a dildo, you're hitting that clitoris. 
in fact, when a person is going for that G-spot orgasm, let me see what it's called. Yeah, Grafenberg spot. The G-spot, all it is, is the backside of the clip. Now, I didn't know this until I looked it up. And sure enough, that's what it is. It's the backside of the clit that seems to be more sensitive because it hardly ever gets stimulated. So climaxes and orgasms are more powerful with the G-spot orgasm. I bet they are. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like I said, I had no idea about this. I just assumed that, hey, you know, I'm amazing. I can make a woman come. But oh, um, here I was oh, no. thinking, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. I was just, I was just about to say that I know that when I've had. Uh, when I've been stimulated there, uh, my orgasms are more intense. Really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, have your orgasms ever been painful? Um, they have only like if, um, Sometimes, um, sometimes I can't multiple orgasm like one bam, bam, bam right after the other. I have right. to, I have to uh, have my partner stop because it gets, uh, it it gets really it gets too sensitive, so sensitive that it's painful. Hmm. But then again, um, then there's that time when you could just keep keep fucking and, and fucking and, and yeah, fucking, and, and, yeah. It, and it's not painful. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can honestly say that you are amongst the eight to twenty percent of women who have painful orgasms. And before, this used to be, this sort of pain used to be known as uh, vaginismus or dyspareunia. And it looks like that's not the case. Well, I was always taught that uh, dyspareunia was painful or painful, um, painful intercourse. Right. And in some cases it is because you have tightening of the vagi uh, yeah. of the vaginal walls uh, and everything. But I know some women where, I, I, for example, I had this really tiny woman at one point and I was able to hit her cervix in the back. And she loved it. I bet she did. 
but a lot of women sometimes say that's too far. Not for me. Well, some women aren't able to do that. Well, I mean, I get it. I'm just saying, not for me. <laughs> yeah, but for you, it's okay. I and and that's why orgasms for women are different. Each one is different. Some women feel something. Some women do not. For example, when my wife first had my daughter. For several years after having my daughter, orgasms for her were painful. To the point where I stopped having sex with her because it hurt her so much. Now, she didn't want me to stop. I mean, loving as she is, she didn't want me to stop because she wanted me to enjoy myself. But I felt like I was raping her every time because she wasn't doing it for her own pleasure. She was doing it for my pleasure. So to me, I felt like I was forcing her to do something as opposed to having uh, as opposed to her doing it because she liked or enjoyed it my wife once told me that if she could go the rest of her life without having sex she'd be fine now i've i've opened her up to a lot of things in our marriage, a lot of sexual things, and I, I can, I think I can admit that she's become more liberal and more experimental since we've been together. Now, we've been together about 22 years. So, you know, and in the beginning, right at the beginning, and I mean before we got married and my daughter was born, uh, she was, uh, as far as I know, she was enjoying sex. Now, see, she was one of the women that I had to ask about her enjoyment because I wasn't sure. Because I know what other women I've been with felt. You could, I could feel their hypersensitivity. I mean, after after playing with their clit and they come, it, it, it's at the point where they have to push me up because they're so sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was talking about a while ago. Just... Yeah. And then the guy there was my just like, girl... get off. <laughs> well, and then there was my girlfriend, Jennifer, just before Annabelle, who used to squirt Puddles. Puddles, I say. 
in fact, she squirted so much that she got my sister's car seat wet at one point. And I mean soaking wet. Um, I had to lie to my sister and tell her that my uh, <laughs> my Coke spilled on, on the seat. But it wasn't my coat at all. Coke at all. Uh, it was her. She she came so much that she she poured tons i mean she became a raging river and this was just before we went into ikea <laughs> we were at an ikea store we'd parked way in the back and you know we just suddenly had the feeling. I mean, who hasn't done it in a car at least once? Um, <laughs> you've never done it? No. You've never done it in a You're 63. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've petted and necked and groped in a car, but I've never you I have never, never fucked or had sex in a car. No. Wow, that's amazing. Well, I don't know if that you means know, you're you're sheltered or what. I don't think it means I'm sheltered. It just means I haven't been in a car where there hasn't been somebody sighted in the car doing the driving, and I'm not going to sit in the back seat and have sex while they're, they're driving. No, but okay, but hold on. Wait. Was there ever a time where you and your partner were sitting in the back seat together? That's what I was telling you. Yes, but... Okay, so your partner never reached over to finger you? No, not in the car. Really? I mean, I've done that a few times. Because the driver is busy paying attention to the road. And the passenger is usually busy looking at their phone or whatever. Doing this, this, this. Yeah. And I was able to reach over. And finger my girlfriend while the drivers could see. And this was when I could see. I've done, you know, heavy petting and stuff in the back. No, seat, I mean we've 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 kissed and necked in the back seat of a car. It didn't matter who was in the car with us. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. I've done that, but I haven't actually uh, you've never actually gone penetration. No, uh-uh. no, and and you know what? I, I mean, to each his own. I mean, the fact is, some people are more comfortable doing that than others. Um, I just happen to be one of the people that likes to get his his partner off as many ways as I can, as many times as I can. And, and, you know, it could be a neurosis. Um, I could be thinking, you know what? 
if I keep her enjoying herself, she'll stay with me. That sort of thing. Because, I mean, I have to admit, I'm not the greatest guy to be with. I mean, I don't really bring anything to the relationship. I mean, yes, you know, I'm a great counselor. Yes, I got a great ear and a great head on my shoulders. But I got a tiny dick. I told you that. <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> no, I just, you said you had a great head on your shoulders. I said, whoever told you that? <laughs> well, a lot of people, thank you. Uh, having said that, you know, I've got a tiny My dick, so I never thought I could please a woman that way. So just so you know, but size you does not usually matter. No. Because pussies will accommodate whatever size. I know mine will. I don't know about anybody else's, but mine will. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some pussies have issues with girth sometimes. And by girth, I mean, you know, how wide it is around. Um. But that issue tends to negate itself if you use a really good lube to help yourself along. And usually, you know, you should use water-based lube, especially if you're using a condom. Yeah. Because, I mean, that... Uh, you want to be safe and you want to, well, make sure you're being safe. But, um, I mean, there are a lot of issues with relationships these days. And... There's actually a term that they've coined for that called the social sexual script. That's where people see something and they think this is what's supposed to happen. For example, a lot of guys and girls for that matter watch porn at a young age and that's their exposure to sex. So they think that for example, three pumps and the girl comes. Mm -hmm. That's like a rabbit. <laughs> and another big one is when men don't come Sex is a failure. But apparently know. when women don't come, that's normal and it's their fault. Ironically enough, though, gay sex, <laughs> sex amongst gay partners, has have less sexual scripts attached. Mm -hmm. 
And this next piece of st statistics that I'm about to relay kind of floored me. Back in the 2010 survey, half of women said they have never masturbated. I can believe that. I mean, during Freud's era, the late 1800s to early 1900s, I mean, attitudes towards masturbation were really bad. Yeah. I mean, people thought so it was great evil. In the 60s and 70s either. Yeah, people thought it was evil. And women received uh, pelvic, what was called back then, pelvic massages to relieve paroxysm. And ironically enough, men thought that was really labor-intensive. In other words, they got so tired pleasuring a woman that they developed toys to help it along. Thus, the sex toy industry was born. And back in 2017, the sex toy industry was a $15 billion industry. Wow. That's I mean, a lot of money. <laughs> now I understand where Eden Fantasies comes from. I mean, that's that's just amazing. And it's ironic that men would produce the one thing that could render male genitalia useless. sex toys are essentially well most men think sex toys are male replacements and in a lot of cases they are i mean if a, a lot of couples have sex toys but only to take care of the wife or husband when the other one isn't there and that's that's kind of sad yeah, because using agree. a sex toy on a partner during sex is amazing. Oh, it sure is. <laughs> I mean, you have not come or you've never enjoyed watching a woman come. So, oh God, I had this, I had this one girlfriend who never squirted. I fucked her with a sex toy, a dildo, and she was squirting all over the place. 
And I loved, I loved it. I loved watching that happen. I loved watching her enjoy it. She couldn't sit. She couldn't lie still. She couldn't sit still. No matter what she did, she couldn't stop moving because that sex toy was was fucking her so good. I can believe it. You know, and, and she enjoyed it more because I was the one using it on her. She wasn't the one using it on herself. Like I said, it comes, it, it becomes a lot better when your partner is using that sex toy on you. It sure does. Because if you do it yourself, it's kind of like trying to tickle yourself. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. just doesn't. I mean, I have not been able to come using that one particular toy that I said I loved. However, Annabelle's made me come twice already with that thing. And I think I enjoyed it more because she was doing it on me. As opposed to me doing it on myself. I mean, to myself, it just seemed like I was, you know, I stick my dick in a vacuum and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I mean, you kind of get that idea sometimes in your head and you just can't rid of it. I mean, fucking psychology, I swear, I hate it sometimes. So a lot of orgasms are amazing especially when they're caused by another person who enjoys watching you enjoy yourself I, I mean that's to a man who would rather watch me get off than actually do it himself exactly Exactly. I mean, unfortunately, there are a lot of egos that get in the way here. That's right. You heard me right. I said egos. Because men tend to think that, you know, women should be getting off with me, not on their own. And, you know, that's just not true. I mean, I love, I mean, when I had sight, I loved watching a woman masturbate. Now that I'm blind, I love it even more because the only way I see is by touching. And she feels my fingers lightly caress and, and feel her body when she's playing with herself. And that turns her on even more. So you guys can imagine, hey, goddamn. That may be something I might want to try to actually care about my partner's satisfaction and, and, and happiness. 
But like I said, egos get in the way. Another thing that gets in the way is selfishness. I'm sorry? If my partner doesn't enjoy it, then I don't. Mm -hmm. And you're a rarity. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't feel that way. They are having sex to enjoy themselves, and that's it. Their partner can go to hell. And that's a very sad thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. Rectile dysfunction, impotence, uh, dyspareunia, uh, you know, STDs. All of that is sad. But nothing is more sad than having a partner who doesn't care about how you feel. Especially during sex. Yeah. I mean, I can count on one finger the number of women who've told me they don't care if a man cares about their feelings. I mean, empathy and sympathy gets you a very long way in a relationship. Whether you're talking about orgasms, whether you're talking about happiness, whether you're talking about whatever in a relationship, empathy and sympathy go a long way towards making it a happy relationship. So guys, pay attention, and women, pay attention to your partner's feeling. I will if I ever get one. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Think about how they're feeling. Think about what they're feeling. What what makes them feel more alive? For example, does he enjoy when you peck his neck while you're jerking him off? Does he enjoy a finger in the ass while you're sucking his dick? Does a woman enjoy when you're sucking and nibbling on her nipples while you've got two or three fingers inside her? Yeah, buddy. (laughs) Or does she enjoy you sucking on her clit, two fingers inside her (coughs) pussy, And the finger inside her ass. Oh, yes, sir. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. There you go. So many ways, so many possible ways. 
So, guys, you know, the orgasm does exist. In fact, the be-all and end-all of sex, whether it's with yourself or a partner, straight or gay, should be orgasm. Yes, there are those very few people that think that the experience is better than the orgasm, but I shit you not. If you concentrate on just the feeling to the orgasm, you kind of miss the forest for the trees. Yeah. Likewise, if you concentrate on just the orgasm, you can miss a whole lot of pleasure in between. Amen to that, too. <laughs> I should check for comments. Uh, a troll is back. Oh, we always have him. Yeah, our troll is back. And again, I still don't know where this thing is coming from. Oops. What's that? My mistake.
Oh, okay. Sorry, folks. I think I just blocked my wife by accident. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm going to have to find a way to unblock her at some point. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to yeah, hear it might, tonight. She she might not like the idea of you being down here. Um, with just you? With your co-host. And then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I didn't do it, Belle. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, I hope you've learned something about the orgasm today. Wait a minute. I think there's another thing you should touch on. And that's the fact that medication can do a lot to affect. Hinder it. Orgasms. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. I know some uh, of mine um, affect, make it very difficult to have orgasm. And sometimes I can't at all. Uh, also, a lot of diseases tend to uh, affect the orgasm as well. Uh, drugs and alcohol, for example affect or orgasms uh marijuana that type of thing that affects orgasms in that it delays the orgasm uh in fact some people find it hard to achieve orgasm when they've had weed and or beer or liquor of some kind um, uh Sorry, you were going to say something? Can't, well, I was just going to kind of add to, to what you said. Um, now, with me, uh, back in the days when I, when I drank a little bit, I found that um, I could have a better time in bed if I got just a little bit drunk, <laughs> a little bit high. But if I got too, too drunk, then forget it. Yeah. I mean, alcohol and marijuana, excuse <laughs> me, lower your inhibitions. In other words, you're more open to yeah. trying new things. However, too much alcohol and too much weed and too much drugs Do just the opposite. can fuck you right up. So there's a fine line between enjoying yourself and getting too blitzed out. And that's a fact, guys. There's a, it's a proven fact. Whether you go to Masters and Johnson's, whether you go to Sheer Height, uh, whatever, it doesn't matter who you talk to. Hell. Even, you know, Larry Flynn and, and is it Flynn or Flint? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's Larry Flint. Uh, even Larry Flint will tell you and and God love George Burns. He lived till he, he was 100, but he managed to fuck till he was 100 too. <laughs> Go, George. <laughs> yeah. 
which Tom which Hulk only goes to, to show you he knew exactly what he was doing. Bob Hope lived to be hundred. Wonder if he did the same thing. Yeah, and and guys, don't you believe it? It was not the big dick that. Oh, who who was it? Was it Mer Merle something? No. Oh, who was the actor? Oh, God, this is going to rack my brains now. He was a really rough comedian. <clears throat> Burr Lives? No. Nah, I doubt that. No, no, no. Um... He played the rat on Charlotte's Web. Oh, uh, Paul Lind? Was no. Is it, was that Paul Lind? Uh, are you talking about the old, the, the original, or the... Yeah. Okay, I believe that was Paul Lind. Oh, I can't remember the guy's name now. And, of course, uh, you know, all I have to do is get off air, and all of a sudden it'll pop right in my head. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was I was about to say Merle Haggard, but only because Phil Parr mentioned Mer Merle Haggard this morning. <laughs> so he's a country singer. No, I know. Yeah. Um, uh, he was on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air at one point. When Will was having surgery know. and he was in the hospital. You you don't remember that episode, huh? I don't watch that. I haven't watched that show. Uh, Anyway, um, God, I don't remember his name. And no one had something to do with M Milton Burl. That's it. <laughs> oh. Reports said that Milton Burl had a huge schlong. Well, bully for him. Yeah, except I know for a fact that that wasn't where he got his success with women. The fact is, the boy was good in bed. He knew how to handle that giant schlong. Yeah, I mean, you could have a very small one and be good. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I said, the pussy can accommodate any size of penis. And if you're too big, just use some lube and you'll get right in there. Um, hell, even the asshole will accommodate any size of penis. 
However, there are actual training plugs that you can get for your ass. Uh, where they gradually get bigger and bigger as you go along. Um, and it widens your hole to the point where you enjoy it. And again, don't forget to use lube. I mean, dude. Satisfy yourself. Don't be afraid of making a mess. Well, be afraid. Be very afraid that you don't orgasm. But of course, don't be afraid of making a mess. Just uh, clean it up afterwards. Or my wife will have your head on a platter at some point. Yeah, tell me. Guys, anyway, I want to thank you all for joining us on uh, Snap today. Yeah, go check fun. out go check out Eden Fantasies and uh, get yourself a couple of sex toys. I'm I'm starting to think I might go bankrupt uh, buying all the sex toys there. Um, I've got to get my first one. Yeah, I still have to get Monica uh, uh, one for her to try because, I mean, you know, somebody's got to try the female parts. I mean, we can't just have one Toy Master. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> I got to get some toy money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, guys, thank you. So much for joining us today. We will see you next week on Snap. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for Arts, for the Arts. afternoon radio theater Sunday Having at 2 p.m. Eastern. Show. Sorry? Having my Valentine's show. Yes, it's a Valentine's show tomorrow in preparation for Valentine's Day on Monday. So get out your credit cards and your, you know, your quick down numbers to 1-800-Flowers. Okay? Because you should be either getting, sending your, your loved one flowers or candy or both flowers and candy. And don't forget the teddy bear and the card. Okay, you know, I mean, look, strawberries, <laughs> chocolate covered strawberries. Yeah, 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 chocolate covered strawberries. Oh, oh, strawberries and whipped cream. Oh, yeah, yeah, but strawberries and whipped cream are more for a uh, you know. Uh, a love session, <laughs> sex session, than anything else. Okay, I'm getting very, very uh, excited here, folks. Guys, I will see you guys next week. I want to thank Monica for being on the show with me. Thank goodness. I really thought there was going to be a problem. She apparently did not get the link that we sent her. And uh, we're going to have to figure out what happened with the link. Yeah, so, because, uh, last week I didn't get your 
blind perspective blink, you know, remember? Yeah, which is weird. Because you got the blind perspective link this week, but not last week. And uh, I was, I couldn't be on there today because my doctor came. She was supposed yeah. to come. I mean, don't, I mean, it's not a big issue because Claudia and I had a great discussion today on the Freedom Convoy. I mean, it was really interesting. But anyway, everybody, we'll see you next week. And remember to tune in tomorrow for Arts at 2 p.m. Eastern. And don't forget on Monday morning, the Meet Me show on at 10 a.m. Eastern. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye.